Hey, how you doing? It's Pastor Jay. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. I pray that this word blesses your spirit, empowers you wherever you are, whether it be your home, your workplace, the gym, or even if you're riding in the car. Look, let's advance the kingdom by spreading this word with whoever you come in contact with. That is my ultimate goal is to spread the kingdom and the message of Jesus Christ. I love you. And once again, here's today's message. Be blessed. We're really treating ourselves that way. Because what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. So, so we have to understand, we have to be appreciative of who God has blessed us with. So appreciation, as we define it, is valuing and being grateful for is one of the key components of loving. Appreciation, as we define it, valuing and being grateful for is one of the key components of loving. So when you, when you, are value, when you value someone and you're grateful for them, guess what? You love them. That's, that's what valuing is, valuing and, being valuing and being grateful for someone is showing that you love them. So John chapter 3, verse 16. John chapter 3, verse 16. John chapter 3, verse 16. Everyone there? Now you, should, you should really know this scripture by heart. You, you should know it. You should close your eyes and be able to say, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, You should notice. You should notice. Everyone at John chapter 3, verse 16? And this is what it says. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Right? So so appreciation. So 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 what does this have to do with with value, Pastor Jay? What does what does what does John chapter 3, verse 16 has to do with valuing? See, when God sent his son, God sent value for value, right? So God sent his son who was valuable for the world, which was valuable to him. Because this world was created to make he- bring heaven to earth. That's why the scripture says to pray as it is in heaven, so will it be on earth, Right? So God's main objective for the world is for the world to look like heaven. It's for the world to operate under the kingdom reign, the rule, the reign, and the authority of Jesus Christ. So that's why he created the world, but the world wasn't doing that. The world wasn't doing that. The world wasn't appreciating one another. The world wasn't valuing one another. The world wasn't loving one another. So what happened was he had to send his son to show us how to do it. So when he sent his son, it was, a, it, was a, it was a picture of love. It was a picture of appreciation. It was a picture of value. It was a picture of gratefulness because he sent his son. So when he sent his son, so he sent his son, which was love, which was valuable for us who are valuable and who are love because we're made in the image and the likeness of God and God is love. So since we're made in the image and the likeness of God and God is love, then that makes us love as well. 
See, a lot of times we don't know that we're loved because we're not looking in the right places. We're looking everywhere. I'm looking in this person for love. I'm looking in this thing for love. I'm looking in this car. I'm looking in this house for love. I'm looking in, I'm looking in my likes on social media for love. But my love is found in God, who is found in me, because God lives in me. So when I look within, I'll never have to go without love. Thank you. Some people don't know about that. But when I look within, which is God, when I look within, God is love, right? God lives within me. God lives in my heart. So when I look within love, I never go without love. When I look within to value myself, I never go without trying to value myself in other things because I already value myself within. When I'm grateful for life on the inside, I don't have to go on the outside to look for things to make me grateful for life. So when I went, see, when you are truly appreciative of life, every cell in your body responds to that. Every cell, your heart responds to that, your mind responds to that, your parasympathetic nervous system responds to that, your, um, every, every structure of your body responds to appreciation. So that means that I need to value and be grateful for my life first, because Jesus died for you individually. He died for us collectively, but he also died for us individually at the same time. So simultaneously, he died for us individually and collectively. So, so when I know that Jesus died for me personally, when I know that Jesus died for me, then I will start to value me. See, a lot of times the reason we don't value others is because we don't value ourselves. A lot of times the reason we don't appreciate others is because we don't appreciate ourselves. So when you don't appreciate yourself, you can't appreciate somebody else. And if you try to, it's going to be phony. It's going to be fake. And they're going to, they're going to see right through it. So that means that I have to appreciate me. Now, now, when you appreciate yourself, you are not being cocky. You are not being arrogant. You're not being toxic. Because in order for me to love other people, I got to love myself first. Because the scripture says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So that means I have to learn how to love myself. I have to first learn how to love God. Then when I learn how to love God, then he teaches me how to love me. And when he teaches me how to love me, then I can love other people. So appreciation, when, when I appreciate God, he teaches me how to appreciate me. And when he teaches me how to appreciate me, then I can appreciate others. I can value others. I can be grateful for other people because I know who I am. I know who I am. So what you appreciate, appreciates. What you appreciate, appreciates. Amen. Yeah, does that make sense? I got it. Yeah, yeah. So, so, okay, so let's break it down. So when you buy a car, I bought a truck, as soon as I drove off the lot, it depreciated. It depreciated, depreciated, depreciated. So when, you, when something declines, it goes down, right? See, when you appreciate, then your, your life goes up. But when you don't appreciate, then your life goes down. Amen. So depreciation. So, so when you buy a car, drive off the lot, you lose, the, you lose value already because you've driven that car off the lot. So what you bought it for, you can't take it back and get that same amount of money for it. So it has depreciated. See, a lot of times, 
Our life has depreciated because we have not gone to the source of the one who created us. So we can't appreciate ourselves because we have not gone to the source. So when we go to the source and we understand who we are and whose we are, then we will appreciate life a whole lot better. A whole lot better because what you appreciate, appreciates. So when something appreciates, perfect example, when you buy what appreciates? What appreciates beautiful? Money? Money appreciates? Okay, that's good. It's genius. I got a beautiful wife. So smart. Thanks. Great job. So, so when you, so money is a thing that appreciates, right? But it appreciates only when you invest it. So when you invest money into a painting, let's say, you buy the painting for $100,000, 10 years later, guess what? The painting is going to go up. It's going to appreciate. So it's going to appreciate to a higher amount, let's say $1 million. So the painting that you had just invested in, $100,000, has just grown and appreciated $1 million. Now, you can't, when you get the painting, you can't go and punch the painting and kick it and punch it and stab it and cut it because guess what? It's going to depreciate if you do that. The value is going to go down. See, I serve, we serve a God that our value will never go down because he died for us. So he sent his son for us. So our value will never decrease. Our value will only increase. But your value can't stay the same if you don't know who you are, if you don't get into the word of God to find out who you are. See, when you get into the word of God and find out who you are, then your life will begin to appreciate because the scripture will come to mind and all things give thanks. And so in all things, when I give thanks in all things, then I'm thankful. And when I'm thankful, then God can bless me with more. So God wants us to learn how to appreciate him, value him, be grateful for him. Because when we do, then our life blooms, our life blossoms. See, you can't, look, you can't, you can't take a flower and you appreciate the flower, but you pluck the flower up. Guess what? The flower is going to do what? It's going to die. But if you look at a flower and just admire its beauty and without plucking it up, guess what? The flower is going to live. So we have to stop going through life and plucking up the flowers. Just got to smell them. We just got to admire them. Admire the beauty. Admire the beauty. So listen to this. Appreciation is an attractor. Appreciation is an attractor. It's an attractor, right? So when I appreciate, it attracts more things for me to appreciate. Perfect example. Beautiful wife. Can you come up? Stand with me. I know we painted yesterday. Yeah, we painted yesterday. And our, our knees and feet hurt. You feel it. Our knees and feet really, really feel it. So that's good. Okay. Maybe that is good. It is all things work together for the good of them that love God to those calling according to his purpose and will. So it is good because life is not happening to us. Life is happening for us. And so since life is happening for us, then I take a different mindset when I approach life. I don't approach life from a negative mindset. I approach life from a God, you working for my good. So this pain is working for my good. It's making me stronger. It's making me wiser not to be on my knees that long a period of time, but it's making me stronger. It's making me wiser, right? 
So appreciation is an attractor. So, so let's just break it down relationship-wise. When you appreciate your spouse, or when you, appreci- when you appreciate the one God has blessed you with, what happens? Do you, um, do you, tell, your, do you tell your spouse down when you appreciate them? No, you don't, right? So when you appreciate them, you let them know, look, I value you, I'm grateful for you, I love you, and I only want to be with you for the rest of my life. So now the whole world sees this because we're on live stream. You got it, world. Right, right, right. I'm getting brownie points, right? So I may get some brownies when I get home. That'd be phenomenal, right? I may get some brownies when I get home. So when I appreciate my wife, then... I get to see all of her beauty attracted to me. So we walk together when I appreciate her. We walk together when I appreciate her. We walk and we are able to make certain turns because I'm appreciating her, so we're able to walk together. But the moment I stop appreciating her is the moment that that stops. It's, it, it, it severs the relationship. Because when I stop appreciating her, see... When you stop appreciating people, guess what? They're not going to really want to show you who they are. They're going to go further and further and further and further away from you because everyone likes to be appreciated. There's not anyone under the sound of my voice from the youngest to the oldest who doesn't like to be appreciated. So when I don't appreciate, see, when I don't appreciate what God has blessed me with, then what can happen is God can take that and give it to somebody else who's going to appreciate that. Who's going to approve when you spray off on your arms, right? You're supposed to repel the mosquitoes, but these mobile mosquitoes, they eat through that off. So it's really not a repellent. It's really like a, hey, come bite me and give me about 20 mosquito bites. So we got it off. We got to come up with a stronger formula. I'm speaking directly to off right now. But so when I spray off on me, right, it repels. It repels. It's supposed to repel the mosquitoes. Because it gives, off a, it gives off a scent that the mosquitoes don't like. It's some formula in there that the mosquitoes don't like. When you don't appreciate, when you are not appreciative, it's like spraying on off. You become repellent to what God has for you. And so when I become repellent to what God has for me, now I'm looking like, God, why are you not blessing me the way I think you should bless me? Because I'm not appreciative of what God has done in my life and what God has blessed me with. So when I become appreciative of what God has done in my life and what God has blessed me with, then he can attract more for me to appreciate. He can attract more for me to appreciate. So if I, if I have $1,000 every month, make $2,000 every month, and I don't appreciate it, guess what? I'm going to still stay at that level of making $2,000 a month. But when I start appreciating that, guess what? We're going to talk next week. I'm going to give you all a principle of how about when you um, appreciate, it takes you to the next dimension. So be here next week because we're going to talk about appreciation next level. Amen. I'm going to teach you a principle that's going to allow you to become so appreciative that it takes you to the next level. It takes you to the next dimension. Because when Jesus took the five five loaves of bread and the, the few fish he had, he raised it up and gave thanks. And when he raised it up and gave thanks, guess what happened? It multiplied. So when we apply that principle to our life, see, I'm giving y'all a little nugget. When we apply that principle to our life, when we are thankful, then we attract more to be thankful for. Amen. So appreciation is an attractor. So listen to this. It says, be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. 
if you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. Never, ever. You'll never, ever, 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 ever have enough if you don't appreciate what you have. So appreciation increases the value in something or someone. Appreciation increases the value in something or someone. When you appreciate others, you are appreciating God who created them. When you appreciate others, you are appreciating who God created. So, like I was saying earlier, I can't go up to a person and say, well, God, you made a mistake on this person. The devil in this person. The demon in this person. They got all type of devils in them. I can't do that to God's creation because that's not love. That's not value. That's not appreciation. That's not gratefulness. But when I go up and say, wow, you're so beautiful. You're so, you're so lovely. You're so full of joy. You're so full of peace. Then that starts to come out of that person because I can only recognize in somebody else what I recognize in myself. So if I recognize the devil in somebody, guess what? The devil in me. Because I'm only aware of what I see. So I'm only aware of in others what I see in myself. I'm only aware of in others what I see in myself. So that means that when I look at others, I must see God. I must see love. Because the scripture says we're made in the image and the likeness of God. The scripture says that in him we live, move, and have our being. The scripture says that we are little gods. We're not little devils. We're not little demons. We're little guys, little G-O-D-S, not the big G-O-D-S, too much power, but little guys. So when I understand that God lives within me, then I understand that God lives within we. When I understand that God lives within me, I understand that God lives within we. And God lives in every person. Some people may not just be aware of that, but appreciation helps bring that out. So appreciation changes your character. Appreciation changes your character. Turn to Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 17. Appreciation changes your character. When you're truly appreciative, I'm, I'm telling you, now this is just now what I'm talking about, just not a philosophical thing. Like, oh, just be appreciative, just be grateful. It's a spiritual matter here. Amen. Because God knows that when, when we have a heart of compassion, and I talked about this on Wednesday night. When we have a heart of compassion, when we have a heart of gratitude, when we have a heart of appreciation, then that speaks to our mind. Amen. It's, like a, it's like a connection between our mind and our heart. And it's a beautiful connection. Amen. But the moment that we're mad, we're angry, we're ungrateful, it's like a static. You ever seen like those static? I'm trying to draw it in the air. You ever seen like those static? That's, what it, that's what's going between your heart and your mind. So what happens is your immune system shuts down. You get sick a whole lot faster. It's harder for you to recover from sickness because your immune system has been shut down. See, your immune system helps you out. So when I'm not thankful, my immune system shuts down. So it goes, it goes deeper than just being appreciative. It goes deeper than just writing out 10 things you're grateful for. Because you have to have a heart of gratitude. Because when you have a heart of gratitude and a heart of appreciation, then your whole life changes. Your character changes. You see life from a different perspective. I see life from a different perspective now. Somebody comes to me with a problem. I don't necessarily see the problem. I see the solution. Mm -hmm. 
somebody comes to me with something negative, I don't, I don't see the negative in it. I look at the positive. Look, okay, what, what can we learn from this? What's the solution in this? What's the positive in this? Because my mind, my character has been changed because I appreciate life a whole lot more than I did when I was 16. So that's been a 14-year change, just to tell y'all my story. So life has changed within that 14 years. Life, life has changed within the last year for me. And I tell people all the time, and I was telling, telling this to Sister Michelle, I wasn't thinking I was going to become a pastor at 29, 30. I was thinking like 40, 45, 50. <laughs> but I had to learn. I'm learning now how to appreciate who God has blessed me with. And when I appreciate who God has blessed me with, then my character changes towards that person. My character has changed. My heart has changed towards you all because I appreciate each and every one of you. I love you that much. So I appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate what you do. I appreciate how you serve. I appreciate how you give. I appreciate how you encourage me and Lady Pilar. I appreciate it. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. So everybody at Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 17, Amen. appreciation changes your character. And this is what it says. It says, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen. So when you truly appreciate, it changes your character to look like that. You forgive others. You're long-suffering with others. You're patient with others. You're meek with others. You, you operate from humility because I am appreciative. I am appreciative of you being in my life. See, when you become unappreciative, you push people out of your life. A lot of us self-sabotage some things for our life. We've all been there. We've self-sabotaged a good thing because guess what? We hadn't been appreciative of it. So we self-sabotaged it, and then we wondering, like, God, why did you do this? God looking like, I ain't do that. I ain't, I ain't even do that. You didn't even appreciate the person. So why you ask me why I did this? So because when you appreciate someone, then you're saying, God, I thank you for this person. Every morning I wake up, I say, God, I thank you for Lady Pilar. I thank you for blessing me with her, especially through the time that we've been through. In, this, in our year of marriage, we've, we've gone through one of the wildest roller coasters ever. But I'm thankful. I'm appreciative because life is not happening to us. Life is happening for us. You have to take that mindset. Life is not happening to you. Life is happening for you. Because all things, not some things, not one thing, not two, not three, not four, not five, not a hundred trillion, but all things work together for the good of them that love God to those called according to his purpose and will. So, with that being said, appreciation has changed my character. 
appreciation should change your character. Because when you truly appreciate God, he teaches you how to appreciate yourself. When you appreciate yourself, he teaches you how to appreciate others. So it kind of goes back to the vertical and the horizontal relationships. So when my vertical relationship is in alignment with God, with Christ, my horizontal relationships are in alignment with others. But the moment that this relationship is off, these relationships are off. So the moment I stop appreciating God, the moment I stop appreciating Jesus, I stop appreciating others. Because how can I appreciate others? How can I say I love God if I don't love my brother and my sister? I can't say it. We've never seen God. So how can we say that we love God, but yet we over here not valuing our sister, or yet we're over here not valuing our brother, or yet we're over here not being appreciative of our brother or our sister? So when my vertical relationship is correct, my vertical relationship is in alignment with the will of God, then I can appreciate others. I can appreciate those that are connected to me. Mm-hmm. But the moment that I stop appreciating God, I stop appreciating others. See, we should look to God to learn how to treat others. Amen. Because everything that we need to treat others is found in the word of God. Amen. Treat others how you want to be treated. Amen. Speak love into others. Forgive one another. So appreciation changes your character to look like this person in Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 17. Last key point, last key point, and we'll finish the rest on Wednesday. Appreciation produces a victory mindset. Appreciation produces a victory mindset. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. Appreciation produces a victory mindset. What's your mindset? Is your mindset defeat? Is your mindset, woe is me? Is your mindset, what can I complain about today? What is your mindset? Because when you, when you have a victory mindset, you don't complain. Because you already know you got the victory. When you have a victory mindset, you're not worried about the problem. Because we know in the mind of God, there are no problems, only solutions. So, so what type of mindset do you have? Do you have a victory mindset or do you have a defeat mindset? Because mindsets really determine heart sets. And heart sets determine realities. Mindsets determine heart sets. Heart sets return, determine realities. So whatever my mindset is, is going to affect my heart. And whatever flows from my heart, whatever's in my heart, so if I have a defeat, if I have a defeat mindset in my heart, guess what? I'ma talk defeat to everybody I come in contact with. I'ma talk defeat to myself. Because out of your heart flows, so out of the out of the intrinsically good man, out of his heart will flow intrinsic extrinsically good things. Intrinsically from the bad heart will flow bad things. So whatever's in my heart will flow out into my reality. So it'll flow out of my mouth because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So it will flow out of my heart. So if I have a defeat mindset, then I'm going to have a woe is me mind. Woe is me. Ugh, why me? Why me, Lord? Why? Why, why, why? Why me? 
Why you got to treat me like this? Why you gave, but the scriptures say you don't put more on me than I can bear. A lot of times we put more on ourselves than we can bear. And we say, God, but your scriptures say, you know, you won't put, no, you put that on yourself. Like, just like you get in debt. Well, God, why you put this debt on me, God? Like, I didn't even buy the car. He's like, I didn't even buy the house. I didn't even buy the shoes. I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't buy the jewelry. You did. God didn't, God did not come down and go to Macy's and go to the jewelry encounter and say, hey, I want to buy this person, and I want to use their they MasterCard. He didn't say that. Charge it, charge it to their MasterCard. No, he don't say that, because God don't even think about credit, because he owned everything anyway. So, so we say, God, why you put this on me? Why you put more on me than I can bear? And God, like, I didn't put that on you. So we got to stop blaming we got to stop blaming God for putting stuff on us, and we got to stop blaming the devil for putting stuff on us. The devil put this devil in my finances. Well, the devil didn't go to Macy's and say, let me go to the jewelry counter and charge this on their MasterCard. That was your decision. So we have to take responsibility for our decisions, right? So when I have a defeat mindset, I point at everybody else. It's their fault. It's his fault. It's their fault. It's it's, it's it's, it's never my fault. It's never my fault. I'm pointing at everybody else. So this is what my hands are like. No, nah, it's not my fault. <laughs> but when I have a victory mindset, I don't have to worry about who's right or wrong. I don't have to worry about whose fault it is because Jesus died for everything. He died for all of my sins. So when I really take that and internalize that, then I understand life from a different perspective. So I'm not looking at, uh, oh, man, this. No, I know that it's working for my good. I know that, okay, if I make a wrong turn right here, then I just keep walking and I'm eventually get back on the right track, right? So, so my mindset has to be a victory mindset. Everybody say this. My mindset, my mindset has, to be has to be a victory mindset. A victory mindset. So 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. I hope I gave you some time to get there. You there? You there? All right. I got about two more hours on the timer. Hey, everybody, y'all didn't hear that one. I snuck that one in because I was laughing, so I snuck it in. I even made somebody turn around and check. You really got two hours on the timer? No, I only got 12 minutes. So this is what it says. It says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. It says, but thanks be to God. So when I give my thanks to God, then I understand that he's already given me the victory. So I don't have to walk around with a defeat mindset. I don't have to walk around thinking that life is happening to me. I don't have to walk around with my head hanging down. I can walk around with my head up. Because when my head is up and my mind is stayed on God, then he will keep me in perfect peace. And so what that perfect peace does is it makes me understand that I already had a victory. So whatever tries to attack me, whatever tries to come against me, whoever tries to say something negative about me, whoever tries to say something negative about we, it can't stand because I already have the victory. Because I'm living and moving and having my being in Christ, in God. So when I understand that, then I have the victory. So my mindset changes. My heart says changes. My reality changes. And I become a whole lot more appreciative because I already got the victory. So I don't got to worry about how this is going to happen or how this is going to happen or how that's going to happen because I already have the victory. All I have to do is walk in the finished works of Christ. That's all I got to do. 
So I don't have to worry about what somebody's saying. I don't have to worry about what somebody's thinking. That used to be my biggest thing, man. What they saying about me? What they thinking about me? How they feel about me? But God was like, why are you worried about what they say, what they think, what they feel about you? When I've already told you how I feel about you. When I, to- I already told you, you already got the victory. When I already told you I love you. When I already told you I sent my son just to die just for you. So why you got to worry about other people? You don't. You don't. You don't. So let's be appreciative. Let's be appreciative. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So appreciation produces a victory mindset. Stand to your feet. Amen. 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 Part two on Wednesday night. And we're going to go a whole lot deeper because I got a whole lot. Thank you for joining us on live stream on this Sunday. I pray that the message bless your spirit. Look, there are multiple ways to give. You can give through our website or you can give text to give. That number and that website is available on the screen at this moment. I just want to say thank you once again. I pray that your week is filled with love, joy, happiness, and peace. And if you don't mind, share this video with your family and friends so we can spread the message, the kingdom of God, to everybody that we come in contact with. So have a great day. Have a great week. Be blessed. Yeah.